Hi, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Pure Report. I'm your host, Rob Ludeman, and it is time to bring the orange. Joining me today is Roy Kim, our Director of Product Marketing for Flashblade. Roy, great to have you on the program. Excited to be here. Absolutely. And you've been a hard person to tie down. I've had you on the top of the list to get in here to record for... Oh, geez, a couple months now since we started uh, pulling this program off, and you're either traveling or seeing customers or planning launches. Well, I'm here now. You <laughs> nail me down. <laughs> Can't deny you three times. That's right. That's right. Well, you're, uh, Flashblade is heavily involved in, uh, in the analytics space, and I, I guess I'm curious and maybe good for our listeners to understand how you came about getting into that part of the market. So before I joined Pure about a year ago, um, I was at NVIDIA for eight years. I've heard of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. They, they're a small company. And before that, I actually hadn't, didn't have any product management, product marketing background. It was investment banking. But when I was at NVIDIA, um, they started a group that wanted to do computing on GPUs for analytics and for HPC, scientific computing, and so on. And, uh, and that eventually evolved to what is AI. And so really dug deep into the AI ecosystem, saw it kind of blossom from the, the early stages, and that's what uh, brought me here today. And it's blossoming even more, right? I mean, it's a, it's a huge and massive growing space, and we're, we're, we love that you came, right, to Pure yeah. uh, to join us in that space. But, I, you know, I want to talk about, you know, products and things that, that Pure Storage is doing that, um, that are interesting, but I, I'm also interested in, in what's the shift that's occurred, right? You went to NVIDIA yeah. in 2009, and, and it was maybe just sort of something people saw on the horizon, and now eight years later, it seems to be the only thing that people are talking about is like AI and machine learning and just analytics in general. And it, before it was big data, now it's exploded into just all these different areas. Yeah, there, it's just a lot of things happening. I think if you step back, there's always been this promise of, of big data analytics, right? And, and anytime there was a credible solution, there became a euphoria. So for example, Hadoop came around, uh, came out of this um, couple of research papers by Google on Google file system and, and MapReduce and so on. And that created an entire billion dollar market, multi-billion dollar market. But most would argue that it actually failed to live up to its promise on big data analytics for whatever reason, you can tell later on. Yeah. Um, Spark and, and, and Kafka and all these applications came around, um, enhanced big data analytics to a certain extent. But what AI brought to the table is the ability to, to look at truly unstructured data and deliver a level of accuracy that was not possible before. And so you probably saw a lot of these um, highly publicized events like AlphaGo tournament where uh, a AI bot beat a world champion in this, this game of Go, where uh, in the game of Go there's more combinations than, than the number of stars. Mm -hmm. um, and so that, that's one of those areas where no one really thought the AI system so recently can beat a, a world champion, but it did. And so those are the kind of things that that um, got people excited about this idea that truly there is a um, there is a solution or there is a application to big data analytics. And there's, I guess, there's probably more of an ecosystem, right? There's a set of software tools and and. Uh 
enhancements and things around the ecosystem, right, that's been created that actually makes the ability to do something with the data more tangible right yeah. now than it than ever was before. Yeah, I agree. You know, there is in, in any of these these kind of movements, there needs to be a, a big ecosystem that's driving it, that's fueling it. Uh, the the really exciting thing about AI is that the ecosystem that's driving this are huge players in the market. Think cloud service providers like Google, mm-hmm. um, Amazon, Microsoft, Facebook. They're eating their own dog food. Right? They they are providing tools to the marketplace, open sourcing it that they're also using internally. So as an example of that would be Google's uh, TensorFlow t- uh, tool which a lot of people use today, they also use internally. So um, so it really provides the the world-class tools to the rest of the 99% in a certain sense. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're pure storage. What's, you know, and you obviously came here for a reason. What What's the role of storage in all this unstructured data and object and file and, and just analytics in general? Why is storage so critical and important? So... So when we talk about this this renaissance of data in a certain sense, right? This um, this rising of of this new era, um, one would argue, and I believe this, that the fuel that's that's driving that is actually the the data itself. Okay. Um, and and the technology that that's holding that data certainly has to be important, and that happens to be storage, as you know. Um, if you step back a bit, there is a lot of Proof points that that point to uh, that data out of many kind of elements and technologies, data is one of the most important, if not the most important. So, for example, Baidu did a, a research uh, on text-based models on neural networks, and it looked at how much data is needed to to drive higher accuracy. And fascinating enough, um, in this paper, to go from four percent loss, which is 96% accuracy, to 3% loss, or 97% accuracy in their text modeling, they needed a million times more (laughs) data, in this case, words. So just think about that. To get one, incrementally 1% more accurate, you need a a, a million times more uh, words, more data. And, And this is true not only across... Uh, the text-based models, but other models as well. The really the thing that's driving AI accuracy is just amount, sheer amount of data. Mm. So if you think about that, then then the question is: is what does it mean for infrastructure? Right. Certainly, you need um, high-performance, massively parallel processors like GPUs, but you also need modern, massively parallel storage systems like we have with with FlashBlade. Which is a great segue to Flashblade. So it's going to have us talk about that a little bit um, next. So obviously we're talking about something that's differentiated to meet those new unique requirements, right? Massive scalability, massive parallelism. Um, and I think the need to really design something from the ground up, from scratch, right? Not retrofitting or not backfitting something that already exists in order to better meet those requirements. True with 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 kind of how we approach Flashblade? Yeah, definitely true. And I think before I get into the the Flashblade uh, architecture yeah, and, and yeah. the pros and cons, I think it's, it's truly amazing if you just step back um, to find a company that, that decides that they want to double down mm-hmm. on a market that 
that most of the other industry players would say is a commodity market that's that's winding down. Um, I would say that, that the storage market is not winding down, but I think that's the, the general perception is that it's just commoditizing. Um, it actually happens to be the case that, that NVIDIA was also in the same place when I joined that they're doubling down on a commodity market, yeah, thinking CPU that it has, right, yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, but of course it did really well. Um, and, and, and Pure was able to innovate and to really turn this, this market around on the block side, as you know, uh, with Flash Array. And, um, and I believe that it's able, it's in a position to do the same on the, the file and object side or the unstructured data side. Um, the, the core reason is because um, there aren't many companies, in fact, I would argue that not any company is willing to double down and innovate from the ground up uh, a technology um, and modernize a technology in a commodity market. Right? It's really hard to do that. Uh, Flashblade is exactly that. It's 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 literally from the ground up, software, hardware, down to the flash chips, all the way up to the proprietary file system that we have, is singularly targeted at how do we redesign a storage system for a massively parallel world. Right? That's that's exactly the the question that we asked. If you look at the the legacy storage systems. Um, whether it's whether it's the hardware and certainly on the software side, it's been built over the last 20 years. And, and the last 20 years were the serial era. Mm-hmm. And so the codes are, are filled with serial bottlenecks. Um, and, and that's what makes FlashPlay stand out is that it's a massively parallel architecture from, from um, software to hardware. And highly scalable as well too, right? I mean, you've got really large data sets that you're potentially taking on. So the ability to you know start smaller and then scale up and, and reach huge densities as things grow is, is probably also very critical. Yeah, building a store system that's truly scale out is really hard to do. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, with a, a legacy architecture is, is literally impossible to do, right? Because uh, legacy architectures were not built uh, from the ground up to be scale out. And that's where we see some of our competitors really struggling with this idea of uh, linear scale um, and, and delivering the kind of performance as you add more data. And uh, the, the, the secret sauce with FlashBlade is that it is truly scale out. Whenever you add more blades, whenever you add more data, it spreads that workload across all the, the resources that we have. Um, and and the, the ability to do that is, is fundamentally from the architecture itself the software and the hardware working together. So how easy is it to, is it to do that? I mean, I, you know, I assume we've, we've des- with, that was part of the design in mind, but is it just slotting in new blades and away you go? I mean, you've got the software data services that are built in. Yeah. Yeah. From, from it's, exa- it's as easy as that. From, okay. uh, from a customer spe- perspective, uh, you, as you add more data, you just add more, more blades. Right? As, as your data sets grow, you add more blades, and, and, and you don't have to take the system offline. It just redistributes the, the, the data and the workload automatically behind the scenes so that um, you just have a, a, a bigger, faster system. And then in terms of um, application use cases, workloads, I mean, you mentioned a number of the applications earlier, but what are the types of things that, you know, unlike maybe traditional block storage, we're, we're looking to go out and to help, you know, solve, right, for, with FlashBlade? What are those? Right? Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm so glad that I'm working on, on file and object because that's where all the sexy stuff are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, you know, 
we we just talked about AI and and just that's really the bleeding edge of data analytics today. Right. But uh, there are if you look at the the data analytics journey, um, it really started with data warehousing back in the 1990s, you know, maybe 1980s even. Uh, then became the data lake that that came around. Uh, then came around this idea that uh, data lakes are not fast enough because it's really built for batch. Mm-hmm. And so now we have data pipelines um, really built around uh, Apache Spark and Kafka and all these modern tools. And so, and then you now have AI. And so you just you see this journey, and we have customers doing uh, using Flashplate for each stage of this journey today. And so all of those are are in play for us. But um, we also have applications and use cases that are. Uh, fascinating, but not even in analytics, and we could get into that. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll save some of those for for uh, for a little bit. Any uh, any interesting uh, you know customer use cases, and maybe we don't have to name names, but but any where you saw this kind of vision become reality, right? Where you had different types of AI workloads um, sitting alongside of uh, you know Spark and Hadoop, like all running kind of unified in this really scalable platform? Yeah, we do. We So we have one customer, um, they're Man AHL. Okay. So um, they're a subsidiary of Man Group, which is the world's largest publicly traded hedge fund company. And their their secret sauce is that, that um, they have automated trading systems, or what they call systematic trading, which is that machines uh, make the decision to make trades based on data and not necessarily human beings. Of course, human beings are... are Creating those algorithms, yeah. uh, their their infrastructure is is quite amazing. They have um, what they're ingesting is all the market data uh, from from ticker data to news to social data, and the output is: Do I trade? Um, do I do I you know go short or long on the stock? Okay. Right. So just imagine how if that's the input and that's the output, like how how hard that 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 black box is. That black box includes. A lot of AI, a lot of modern analytics like Spark, and a scale-out data system like MongoDB, okay. and all of that today is running on Flashblade. And and the the amazing thing is that they uh, had a legacy storage system in the past, and literally by just switching out that that storage system and putting in a Flashblade, they got uh, tremendous. Uh, productivity gains in in the the realm of two to ten x performance gains for some of the workloads, and and to them it's it's transformative. It's it's literally being able to iterate on smarter models more quickly to get it out to market and driving more business for them for themselves, right? For for what they do. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for sharing sharing that story. I'll circle back to your your comment earlier about the different use cases and things that come out that maybe you don't, you know, don't expect. Although I did love your your evolution, the journey, right? Going from the data warehouse to data lakes and and into into modern analytics. But um, I know we're, there's other use cases, right? I think one of them is is fast backup and, and yeah. restore, right? You've got all these large data sets in, let's call them traditional, right? Databases or data warehouses that are um, mission critical, right? But um, where where does Flashblade come into play there? I think that yeah. was a really interesting it, thing last year for if, us. Yeah, if you if you could think of the most mundane, most boring <laughs> part of the data center. It's not sexy it, at all. It, right? it, it is backup. <laughs> right. It is backup. Right. right? But, um, but the thing is, the fact is that the customers pulled us in. Uh, 
Okay. And and the the pain point that they're facing is not necessarily backing up their data, but restoring their data, right? Restoring their data. And and so uh, there was a really intriguing keynote that uh, ServiceNow did at Accelerate just a month ago, where um, the director for IT was talking about um, the amount of backup and restore that they do. Uh, require them to build out this this tremendous huge infrastructure based on DAS, and um, and at some point they needed to consolidate. They couldn't build out that that much, and so they consolidated onto FlashBlade, which delivers even faster restore performance than they were able to get in the past. the The fact is, um, while backing up is is uh, important, uh, and that's where data domain and a lot of these these players play. Um, we're more and more in a situation where where customers, DBAs, uh, developers want to iterate on their data, right? And and so the question is, how do you restore that that data quickly? And or it may not be DBAs, but for SaaS companies, it might be the customers that want to go back to a past instance of their data set. Yeah, right. And um, and so we have lots of SaaS customers that are that are uh, trying to meet their SLAs. And uh, in fact, we have more than one customer uh, in SaaS that said that because of FlashBlade, because of the, the ability to restore the, the customer's data quickly, they're actually able to charge more money oh. because, because it, it puts them in a different um, product category. Better SLAs. Be- better for, SLAs. And, and therefore right? a higher price bracket. That's right. Okay. All right. So it's not so much about backing up, it's yeah. really about restoring that data. Yeah, and, and transformative types of things. Well, another uh, maybe you know more mundane kind of thing is maybe in the data warehousing space, mm-hmm. right? And so if you look at the idea that perhaps there's people running data warehouses that are many, many years old, right? Who knows, three years, five years, or maybe older, and maybe run in a traditional model. There's another interesting use case there, right? For Flashblade to go in and, and let's say you know modernize some of those data warehouses. What makes what makes Flashblade a good fit there? So data warehousing. Is is in a really important place right now. I would say that that while there's been a lot of talk about all these advanced, sexy ways to do data analytics, mm-hmm. uh, most of the mission critical analytics is still done on data warehousing today, yeah. right? But um, but there's actually a fascinating quote by one of the luminaries within AI uh, when asked, you know, what should I do? How do I get started as an enterprise in AI? The, the first thing that that he said to do is to unify your data warehouse. And, and the, the reason for that is because data and the amount of data and the quality data is super important for, for those analytics workloads like AI down, downstream, right? And so, um, so the question is, is um, if we're in this junction today, right, where data is that important mm-hmm. and you're going to make an investment uh, on a platform that's going to get you to that next uh, era, are you going to buy into something that just does data warehousing? Or are you going to buy an infrastructure that is going to f- uh, future-proof you to get you ready for workloads like Hadoop, workloads, workloads like AI? It's almost and, creating a bridge, right, to some of those you know upcoming things, which are not that right. far away upcoming. Some that's of them right. are are probably things that enterprises are contending with right now, or they have shadow data silos of AI workloads that are happening somewhere in the organization they don't know about and lose control. Right. Yeah. And customers are, are certainly you could run your data warehouse workloads on FlashBlade today faster than you've ever done before, mm-hmm. but they all, and that's a tremendous benefit for DBAs, 
But at the same time, they're now ready. They're now ready for these these workloads that are advanced that are coming down the pipe as as quickly as it can. That's great. It's another good, really, really good use case. Yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll shift gears and we'll go back a little bit, a couple months to to GTC, right? Nvidia's big conference, and no surprise you were there with your connections at uh, at Nvidia, but. Um, uh, maybe talk a little bit about the partnership, right? That has evolved. Um, you know, there is a product, right? The AI ready infrastructure or area as we call it. But I think more significant is just the sort of growing collaboration uh, between Pure Storage and NVIDIA to really go out and attack some of these modern workloads that we're seeing. Yeah, you know, there can't be a stronger pool than customers. Yeah. And and the 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 partnership that that is between NVIDIA and Pure is because we have lots of mutual customers that are really pushing the envelope of, of AI today. Um, Element AI is, is an example, who uh, a publicly referenceable customer who talked about how they have hundreds of GPUs, but, um, but their data scientists were sitting at about 20% utilized because the GPUs were 20% utilized. This is where they brought in a flash blade and, and they automatically saw the GPUs go up to 100% utilization, which means five times more uh, productivity, way more, for, way more productivity right, for the yeah. data scientists. So, so these are the types of customers that really pulled us together and said, look, we, we spend months building an infrastructure um, that is not easy to build for AI. And is there a way where we can pull all those best practices together to enable the, the other 99, okay. the 99%? Right. And so, so you talked about Aerie, right. which is the, the new solution that, that we pulled together in partnership with, with NVIDIA. It is the, the industry's first uh, converged infrastructure stack for AI. It's AI-ready infrastructure is what we call it. And, um, and, and that system is really a representation of all the best practices that our leading customers have gone through, have, have kind of learned um, the, the kind of test benches that they built, the, the infrastructure that they built. All that is pulled together into a single solution called Airy that the rest of the 99% can actually just deploy, turn it on, and just go. And not have to spend months or years having to go figure out how That's to put right. it together. Yeah, months, for them. months looking at software stack, all open source with, with barely any uh, documentation, you know, hardware systems, even after that, all the data bottlenecks that they have, all that simply just goes away. It's a fantastic um, collaboration. And uh, I assume that came about with some of your connections that you have over there, but... Well, I think I think <laughs> it, that that did help a little bit, but I do, um, it is really the, the customers that that pulled us together. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the best feedback you can get for product definition, right? Right. Really, is you know here here are a set of needs we have. Uh, what's in it? What's in Airy? And I know there's an Airy Mini that we that we talked about. Um, you know, we announced at Accelerate um, some Nvidia hardware, some pure hardware flash blade. Yeah. So we did announce when we announced Airy, which is the the first uh, member of the Airy family. Um, it's 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 a sizable system. And and you know it, it certainly meets the the needs of some customers that are on the the bleeding edge of AI. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, most of the enterprises are still within the the early stages. Maybe they hired a data scientist or two. They have their own PCs and they're just really just getting started. And so we needed to bridge the gap right, to to have a converged, complete solution, not only for those who are down the road are doing AI 
but for those who are getting started, but want to invest in an infrastructure that is going to scale with them. Mm-hmm. And that's what we call Airy Mini. Okay. Right? It's, a, it's a smaller version of Airy. Um, what comes with Airy and Airy Mini is, is uh, you certainly see all the hardware design that, that goes into it and, and, and the fact that it's beautiful in itself yeah. is, is it kind of nice. It, it looks great. It looks great. <laughs> <laughs> Put a lot of time into that one. Absolutely. Um, but the software stack is, is what makes it really special. Uh, the, the software stack from NVIDIA is, is their cloud deep learning stack, which um, if you deploy an ARI with DGX systems from NVIDIA, you essentially get a cloud-like experience. Uh, and so, but it's it's on prem, okay, and and which is great because data scientists love cloud like experiences. That's what they prefer. And the other software tid- uh, technology that we added in is called the Airy Scaling Toolkit. And without getting into too much detail, it really solves a, a, a big problem of productivity for data scientists because data scientists are waiting weeks to months for the job to finish. And with some some magic mm-hmm. in this toolkit, we were able to cut that down by 4x. Wow. And so what used to take a month now takes a week. And um, and so that's what we call the, the Airy Scaling Toolkit. And then the same set of, of rich, valuable data services that we provide on the FlashBlade side that's right. as well. Right? That's right. That's uh, because it is a true scale out. Um, it really grows with the, the customer's journey as well as their, their data set. Uh, the, the fact is that customers in AI or in any analytics uh, platform are, are growing their data set every day because it only helps uh, be, make their, their models and their results become more accurate. And so uh, the, the beautiful thing about FlashBlade is that as you, add more, as you have more data, you just add more blades and you just simply get more performance. Uh, there is absolutely no planning, no downtime. You, you just, it just grows with you naturally. It's beautiful. Beautiful and seamless, right? Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, you know, before we wrap, any interesting reactions or conversations you had, press analysts or, you know, customers at our own Accelerate, people who kind of just looked at Aerie and went, wow, actually, I see the light now. I see what that can do for me. <laughs> well, I think it's it wouldn't be surprising to you, but um, the, the most uh, frequently asked question is, what does storage have anything to do with AI? <laughs> <laughs> right and so yeah, yeah. um and and so and and it, it is something that that for customers that are in far down the journey in AI have scaled out their infrastructure know that storage is important they yeah. feel the the pain they see the bottleneck um and so so for for that audience they get it but for the the rest of the audience it, it's you know they heard about GPUs they heard about Google they heard about all these frameworks but why storage yeah. And um, and so we we spend a lot of time just educating educating our, our customers or prospects and and you know at trade shows just talking about that. It goes back to what I started off earlier is that really if there's one thing that makes AI special today, it's it's the amount of data that we have. And if that's that important, then the technology that's holding that data has got to be super important too. And and you wouldn't you wouldn't put that on a on a legacy you know. Um, Ford Escort or, or right, whatever right, else that you yeah. have, uh, you want to put it on a on a you know uh, a race car or or a modern uh, system, and that's what Flashblade is. I can't think of a better way to close this one out than <laughs> with right. that summarizing statement. Thanks so much for joining. It was great to hear about everything that's going on with Flashblade, and we will certainly look to have you on in the future as you guys continue to progress with things. Yeah, it was. Thank you for having me. It's uh, great to be here. 
uh, try to nail me next time. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'll try to get you in All between right. flights and things. So thanks, everybody else, for joining. If you want to uh, find anything else out about Flashblade or Airy, go to purestorage.com and look under the product section, and there you'll find Flashblade and you'll find links to Area. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Please provide your feedback. Thank you for subscribing. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap for Pure Storage and Roy Kim. I'm Rob Ludeman saying, don't look back. Something might be gaining on